Hey, podcast. Uh, July 15th and 16th, Marketing for the Now, our incredible series at VaynerMedia and VaynerX, where we talk to some of the biggest names in business and marketing, uh, will be going on. Please go to uh, VaynerMedia's social media, which is VaynerMedia on all handles, to get the information. Uh, and uh, actually, I'm going to have my team make up this URL right now. Go to check out uh, GaryVee.com, Marketing for the Now. Marketing for the now. GaryVee.com slash marketing for the now to be able to get to the RSVP of the 15th and 16th. Uh, one's in the morning, one's in the middle of the day. Uh, the attendance on Twitter has been remarkable. The engagement on Twitter has been remarkable. Please get on board. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hey, podcast. Joe from Team Gary here. Today's episode is a mashup of Gary's opinions on what really matters in life and how to find your purpose. Enjoy. Do you know yourself? Are you actually capable of doing that business or that app or that startup or that concept? I think one of the things that I spend a lot of time thinking about is that the 19th employee at Facebook made more money than the founder of almost every other company, period. And I just know that there's a lot of people in here right now that think they're gonna start the next Supreme or Adidas or start the next Instagram or Facebook or do this, that, and the other thing. And the reality is that they would be a remarkable number six, a remarkable number 13, a remarkable number 49. And that's very important to me. The same way something else is unbelievably important to me, which is the following. There's a lot of people who wanna build a business who are sitting here who started building a business, but they don't realize that making $100,000 a year and the business they have makes them very happy, but making $200,000 a year is gonna make them very unhappy, and that delta isn't worth it. Self-awareness, my friends, listen, you would be, you would not think of me the same way as a businessman if you realized how much money I leave on the table every year how much money I've left on my career, how much that is not my KPI, that is not what I strive for. You would think about me differently. Some would think about me better, some would think about me worse. Left, right, that's fine. I don't really care, to be honest. I care for you to understand that when you understand yourself, the greatest thing that comes from it is you're happy. You also are far more likely to be successful because one thing that people don't talk enough about is how much hard work it actually takes to succeed. Just sheer time and effort. I think one of the great things about building a big business is the process. And yet, right now, my great fear is that so many people want the thing that you get from building a successful company, not the process of building a successful company. We are in such a world now where all of us, through the content we put out on whatever social network you use, are putting out such an extreme version of our lives that people are becoming envious of their friends. Everybody in this room is now the PR agent of themselves. Everybody's putting out the best photo from their vacation ever. Everybody's putting out the most exciting night of their lives. People are actually now doing things in real life just for the photo to put on fucking Instagram. And this is very important to understand 
Because we as humans are wired often to envy and be jealous and curious and dwell on not being on that boat. And what that leads to is short-term behavior. Everybody's looking to make a quick dollar so that they can go on that yacht or go to Ibiza or buy that car or that bag or that sneaker. And this is 100% the poison that is in the system. And so for me, I wanna know why. Why do you wanna be successful? For me, I didn't even really necessarily wanna be successful. I just couldn't breathe if I wasn't selling something or building a business. It's all I knew. There was nothing else. It was why I was such a bad student. I couldn't even appease the hour I needed to be a decent student a day because I needed every minute selling baseball cards or wine or whatever I was up to at that point in my life. There was no choice. And so that's what I wish on everybody else. I wish that you wake up every morning and have no choice. That what you do is how you breathe. It's become so extreme for me, it makes me feel selfish of how it impacts my family or anything else because there's no choice. It's how I breathe. I don't want a boat, I don't want a fancy car, I don't want jewelry or art. But, but I don't judge other people. If, they, if you can afford it, do whatever the hell you want. Give it all away to charity, buy a $5 million painting. If you can afford, especially if you made it, if you made the money and you can afford it, you're my favorite person. Because then you can do whatever the hell you want with your money. I think, and by the way, if you inherit it, you inherited it, you know, so you were in a fortunate situation. Obviously, I don't look at that the same way because I admire people who make it. But no, I do not. I'm unbelievably unimpressed with somebody who flaunts their money with things. I don't judge it, but it doesn't get me excited at, I mean, at all. I've never looked at anything and been impressed by it for its cost. I don't even know what things cost. I don't, you know, like, you know, when I go to like, if I'm in, you know, I think a lot about when I'm in Cannes for the marketing festival or if I'm in Beverly Hills for an event or, I remember I was somewhere, it was like very fancy cars. I don't know what is, what's a $500,000 car, what's a $5 car, like, it just, jewelry, forget about it, I have no idea, art, no clue. It's just not on my radar. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think about that at all. I, I think you try to find the cross section of what you like and where the market's going. You know, that's the best. That's the best. Some people are lucky like me where like actually building businesses and running a business is what they like. So it's almost agnostic whether it's wine or marketing. It almost doesn't matter, which is a great luxury. But, um, but, but I think it comes down to happiness, right? So for example, you know, when I hear you ask that question, I would start, the next question I would ask you is what's your ambition? Financially, happy-wise, for how long? You know, I don't, I think a lot of people should build around their interests and their hobbies, businesses, because I think it's a more, it's a, I, I think it's a better life to be happy and make 200,000 a year or 55,000 or 5,000 and be happy than to make a million and be miserable. I really believe that. It's not sustainable. Unhappiness is not sustainable. Uh, I think, but there's a lot of ways to do it. I'll give you an example. If you love uh, football, soccer, football, right? Okay, so that's your passion, right? Now when you think about a business, 
when you go back to the market, do you build 433 and a huge Instagram page? Do you build a direct-to-consumer soccer ball business? Do you buy football jerseys and resell them on Facebook Marketplace? You see where I'm going? So I feel like there's a way to do both. And my opinion is, if you love football, then you're gonna be willing to be up at 11 o'clock at night DMing and trying to sell football jerseys. Whereas if you're trying to do cryptocurrency because you think there's money there, you're not interested, you're there for the money. I was very fortunate. I was a failure my whole life. You know, when you, yeah, I mean, when you're, when you're a bad student, mm-hmm. you're used to failure. You know, I was a bad student. I wasn't, I, I loved sports. I played a lot of sports, but I wasn't great at sports. Um, so I was dealing with adversity and fail. You know, when you're an immigrant, mm-hmm. when you don't come from much, when you're little, you know, I was a little guy, when you're bad at school, when you're, there was nothing that was, and then I was a businessman, so when I would knock on doors and ask to wash somebody's car, you know, 90 out of 95 people said no. When I stood there at a lemonade stand, 100 cars would drive by for every one that would stop. So I was used to failure. Failure was my foundation, which is why I succeeded. Which is why you were not afraid to, you know, lose Most people are, you know, follow rules, go to school, do the right thing, and, and create a scenario where failure is scary. The biggest key is, my friends, is one, not worrying about other people's opinions because if you worry about other people's opinions, you're gonna quit. Number two, the biggest mistake millennials, not only in Indonesia but in the world, make is they're just not patient. You know, it takes 10 years, 15 years to build something meaningful for 99% of people. Everybody, you know, because you live in a world where you have instant gratification, People got confused and think for the same way that they can watch any show they want or pull up anything they want on the phone or Google search something that they can build a million dollar business that fast too. So patience and and really focusing on your internal skills and then most of all just understanding that the level of hard work that it takes to actually build something meaningful is enormous. It's just hard. It's hard. It's hard and it's gonna take a very long time. Do you still wanna do it? I'm driven by gratitude. I'm incapable of being upset around things that don't matter. And everything besides the health of nine people doesn't matter. When a parent of mine passes away, that 11 will become a zero. For a day, a month, a year, I don't know. I haven't crossed that bridge. But I have, put myself in a very interesting box mentally, which is my perspective is binary. It is black and white. Either the nine or 10 or 11 people I love the most are healthy and woke up this morning and didn't die and thus I'm fully happy or not. And losing an account or having people write something bad about me or having a PR headache or something didn't work out the way I wanted or somebody stabbed me in the back or it just, it resonates for a second. Maybe it gets, I mean extremely difficult things that I, that I notice contemporaries struggle with carry three minutes of, of anxiousness with me, 65 seconds of inconvenience. May, if it's traumatic, maybe a couple of hours before it translates into, this really doesn't matter. I probably have spent the last 15 years of my life making pretend that my mom died. (laughs) 
Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do a lot of things where something great happens or something bad happens and I make pretend and then the phone rang and my mom died. So how would I feel? Would I feel like this huge trophy I just got meant anything? No. Would I feel like this terrible thing that happened in business today was terrible? No. So yeah, I've been practicing for a very long time. That's a and really amazing way to look at things. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. It really works for me. I can see how it would work, but it's not something anyone would think of. Yeah, it's something I've been thinking about putting out more in the world. Like, really just think about it. Like, just really wake up yeah. and go to sleep every night and make pretend the singular person you love the most just died in a horrific accident. I know it, no, I get it, I get it. But, <laughs> but look, I wanna be very empathetic. People are watching this. We all know the majority of the world deals with issues. They're watching a man who just said he's an 11 on the one to 10 happiness scale. That can come across very insincere. And the follow-up to why I'm there is an extreme different kind of thought process that isn't talked about in contemporary times that I would like to argue is worth a debate. Whether it works for others or not, I don't know. But it is what I do. It is what I do. All right, episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review is Super Thankful for This Podcast by Stephen of Big Dallas Energy. Listening to this podcast while I'm in my bed, on the way to work, on my way back home. It's given me the inspiration when doubts fill my head and sparked ideas that I've acted upon to grow my brand. Thanks, Gary V and team. Sincerely, Stephen V. Tran. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.